Welcome back, everybody. Another week of Taurus Tech Talk here at the SG Taurus Company. I'm your host, Matt LePan, joined once again by Phil Valpi, our senior technical representative here at the SG Taurus Company. Phil, welcome back, and thank you again for all the great podcasts so far. Thanks, Matt. Today, as we're fully entrenched in heating season, it's a cold, gloomy day here at our Wilmington branch. What we're going to do is discuss the correct way to inspect a furnace, especially as we head into heating season. Thanks, Matt. We get a lot of calls at the beginning of the season to discuss whether or not a furnace should be inspected for the year. And the short answer is, yes, it should be. The homeowner should do a biannual inspection if they have air conditioning and heating, and then the fall inspection, inspect the heating system part of it. Really what we want to do is make sure that all the parts are working properly, that we've checked the electronics and the airflow to make sure it's at its peak performance. To start that off, whenever you work on any product, the recommendation is to put your voltmeter on to make sure that you have your correct incoming voltage. With a furnace, it's normally 110 to 120 volts, so we put our meter on just to make sure. The next thing we want to check is our 24-volt circuit. The 24-volt circuit between the R and the common on our printed circuit board should always read 24 or more. We like to see 24 and a half, 25, 25 and a half volts. That means that the transformer is not getting weak and going to give us problems down the line. So let's make sure that we have 24 plus volts. 23 and a half volts is showing that we are having a problem with the transformer. We probably should replace it. We've got our 24 volt reading and it reads correct, so the next voltage reading that we want to do is the fan motor. We want to make sure we're getting 110 volts to the fan motor and we want to check the amperage on it. The amperage on the fan motor should be on the nameplate. Now it would be nice if during installation you wrote what the amperage was on the original startup of the furnace and then could read it year after year to see if it's getting better or worse. For instance, if we started it up and it was reading 7.5 amps, it should stay 7.5 amps for the rest of its life. What will happen is as the amperage goes up, we will notice that the blower wheel is getting more dirt on it and we will clean it. Clean it, the amperage may go down a little bit. So an amperage reading on the motor gives us a couple of things there. One is we get to see if the wheel is dirty and we get to see if the motor is starting to seize up. So we want to take an amperage reading on the motor. While we have our amp probe out, we would like to take an amperage reading on the igniter. Now the igniter usually is an 80 volt or 120 volt igniter. If it's a 24 volt igniter, we're not going to be able to take an amperage reading on it easily. But a 120 volt igniter, we average approximately 3 amps. On the average 120 volt igniter, we will see approximately 3 amps. 3 amps will give us about 2,000 degrees, and that 2,000 degrees will easily light off the natural or propane gas. If we see the igniter red all the way, that means we're probably pretty good on the amperage. So amping out the igniter will tell us whether or not we have a weak igniter, and if you have a weak igniter, change it because you're going to live with that down the road. Now along with the ignition system, we want to check the flame rectification system, which most of the new furnaces use flame rectification. And and what flame rectification is, is the flame as it has been lit by the hot surface igniter, then covers the flame rod or whatever they are using to sense the flame 
which creates a path to ground for some electricity that they put onto the flame rod. Now the flame rod may have 50, 80, 100 volts on it, and when that passes to ground, it creates a very, very small electrical amperage called microamps. Now microamps cannot be measured with your regular amp meter. You need a voltage meter like a flute or a field piece that can measure microamps. We would like to see somewhere between two and eight microamps as a normal setting for the flame rectification. Now flame rectification is actually measured by removing the wire from your flame sensor putting one lead of your microamp meter on the flame sensor and the other lead on your wire and lighting the furnace. You'll then see a reading somewhere between two and eight. When you get down towards one or below, we are gonna have problem. Now, if you see it down in that area, you could clean the flame sensor and there are many schools of thought about how to clean a flame sensor, but if you clean it up and the voltage changes or the microamps change, then you change the flame sensor. If just by cleaning the flame sensor, you go from say one to three microamps, change the flame sensor. It'll last for a couple of weeks until you get back, but we don't recommend leaving a flame sensor there that you had to clean because it eventually will get dirty again and, and have a problem. One of the big things that could change is the gas pressure. Now on natural gas, we can see anywhere from five to eight or nine inches of water column pressure coming into it. And in general, we're going to see three and a half inches coming out of the gas valve. There are modulating gas valves, there are two-stage gas valves, but we recommend checking the pressure according to the manufacturer's output. So that's another step in the process of inspecting the furnace is making sure the gas pressure is okay. On LP gas, of course, it's going to be a, an 11 inch or so coming in and probably somewhere on the area of 10 to 10 and a half inches coming out. So we want to make sure with LP that that range is uh, within the tolerance. Too low on the LP will cause certain things. Another thing we want to check is the temperature rise. We would like to run the furnace for approximately five to seven minutes and then check the return air temperature at around say 70 degrees and then we want to check the supply air temperature around 130 degrees. You will find the range on the label of the furnace and it will say something about temperature rise 50 to 70, 40 to 60 in there. And you want to make sure the temperature rise falls within that range. Other than that, the filter must be changed or at least cleaned before you do the temperature rise. We want the filter to be cleaned for the, for the airflow to be correct when we're measuring a temperature rise. Pressure switch every once in a while should be checked. If the pressure switch was a half inch pressure switch or a three quarter or one inch pressure switch, you should use a dual port manometer and measure the vacuum level that the pressure switch is seeing so that we know that the inducer is not slowing down or the flue isn't plugged. Especially at the beginning of the year, you get critters in the flue, such as bees, mice, little kids putting rocks in, things like that. So the flu should be checked, both the intake and the exhaust, and you should check the reading of the flu with a manometer. The last thing that you probably should check is on a condensing furnace, make sure that the condensate pump is working. One of the worst problems you do is when you start the furnace at the beginning of the year and the condensate pump has died over the summer and it overflows and that's a big problem. So pour some water into the condensate pump, 
make sure the condensate pump turns on and pumps the water out. Great. Thank you, Phil. And remember, folks, this is important. If you don't service your furnace correctly, there could be some big problems for your customers and then back on you. So make sure you're listening to Phil. Make sure you're servicing these units. And make sure you're subscribing to the podcast so you can get all of our Tech Talk topics. Check it out on iTunes or on Spotify. Search Taurus Tech Talk. Check it out on our website, sgtaurus.com slash podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Use the hashtag Taurus Tech Talk. Give us your ideas. Give us your feedback. We're listening. We want to hear from you. So make sure you're using that hashtag. And make sure you're listening every week. We'll catch you next week on Taurus Tech Talk.